Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorinda Wilson Podcast. I'm Dorinda, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to nine, and 26-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, and The 4-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life. I also wrote a devotional made specifically for homeschooling moms, and it is called Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. I encourage you to check out all three of those books. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them at my website, DorindaWilson.com. And the four-hour school day can be found in both of those places and at any of your favorite booksellers. Well, I think most of you are somewhat familiar with the passage from Titus 2 that talks about older women teaching the younger women, sort of mentoring them. We don't see a whole lot of that going on these days. And I just want to know you to know that there is actually a resource that I've made available um, for moms to be mentored. So I'd love for you to listen in and hear a little more about it. If you're like me, you've struggled to find community. Finding a community that is truly grounded in the Word of God and provides that balance of mentorship and friendship can feel impossible. I want to offer you a place where you can find your tribe of like-minded moms, moms that are seriously wanting to grow in their faith, parenting, and homeschooling. Whether you're a mom looking for mentorship and guidance or you're wanting to offer some wisdom from your own years of parenting and homeschooling, my family and I have worked hard to curate the perfect place to foster the kind of community and discipleship that the Lord calls us to. This community is where my primary attention will go so I can really serve you well. That means that this will be the best place to interact with me and see videos and content that you won't be able to get anywhere else. But what I'm most excited about is getting to see the connections that moms from all over the country and maybe even the world will be making, connections that teach them new skills in life and homeschooling, challenge them to pursue growth, and support them in the hardships and celebrations. If this sounds like what you've been looking for, check out the link in the description to join the Simply Unhurried community created for moms just like you. So a week or two ago, I talked about the need to ask ourselves what or who is informing our view of family. I shared a bit about doctrine, what it is, and why it's important. Today, I want to talk about a doctrine that I refer to a lot in my podcasts. And the reason that I refer to this particular doctrine so much is because it has been absolutely pivotal in helping me trust God, both in the everyday and in times of crisis. I leaned hard into this doctrine when our son was born with transposition of the greater arteries and two holes in his heart. And he spent the first two months of his life in the hospital. We weren't sure if he was going to make it. Praise God, he did. But we didn't know while it was going on. We lived an hour away from the hospital. We had seven children at home, ages 13 and under. So it was really a time of trial for us. And yet this doctrine is what grounded me over and over again. It was also a rock when we unexpectedly lost our first grandbaby to stillbirth. It's one that our kids have also leaned into as they've moved into adulthood and experienced their own trials. 
It's not one that you grasp and never have to revisit. It's one that is a safety net and indescribable comfort when nothing else can comfort you. It's one that you will revisit over and over again as you journey this life. That's been the case for me, and I want this for you as well. As a mentor and a Titus II mom, it would be irresponsible for me not to give you this gift. And in so doing, to help equip you for the life journey that God has for you, because it's going to be unique. It's going to look different than mine. Many Christians say that they believe in the sovereignty of God. We, we hear that term a lot, but there are varying perspectives on what it actually means. A few questions that come to mind are these. Is God active or passive with regard to the world that he made? Second question, is there any sense in which God wound up the world, set certain parameters, and then let it go? Third question, or as an alternative to those other two questions, is he actively governing his creation and making determinations about what will and will not happen? Well, one of the elders at our little church at the barn, which I've told uh, you about before, did a phenomenal job of answering these solid biblical arguments. So today I'm going to share the link to that message. I encourage you to listen in with your husband and even your older children. It will most likely, more than likely, it's gonna spur on questions and conversations that will be foundational in how you and your family navigate both daily life and the inevitable trials that will come simply because we live on this earth. In case some of you missed the piece that I shared last week on doctrine, I'm going to revisit it briefly here before you click the link and listen to this very important message. So the question, the first question is what is doctrine? You know, we hear that word thrown around a lot and we often are intimidated by the word because it seems as though only the theologians and only those who've gone to seminary um, actually care about doctrine. But that's not true. And, And it's or that they can, um, that the common man, the layman, can't understand it. I think that's sometimes a belief that we have that simply is not true. The word doctrine actually means, this is what it means, instruction, especially as it applies to lifestyle application. In other words, doctrine is teaching imparted by an authoritative source. So as believers, we have to be absolutely certain that that authoritative source is God's word. Last week, uh, actually next week, there's going to be a podcast on recognizing false teachers. So I encourage you to watch for that coming up because I think it's really important that we understand that. There are a lot of false teachers out there and we need to be able to recognize Um, those that are false and those that are not, um, because we are looking to those pastors as an authoritative source, and we have to be absolutely sure that they are rooted and grounded in the full counsel of God. But biblical doctrine helps us understand the will of God for our lives. That's why it's so important to know what your doctrine is, to understand it, and to know that it is rooted and grounded in the full counsel of God. I've actually heard people say that doctrine isn't important. 
And, you know, some of the reasons that they might say that um, are one I mentioned before, which is feeling intimidated by the word doctrine, thinking that you have to go to seminary in order to understand it. Um, also, we've seen a lot of people argue doctrine and not, not do it in a way that pleases and glorifies God. There's been a lot of unhealthy debates and doctrinal differences have caused a lot of division. And if one party is standing solidly on biblical principles, that division is actually necessary. And and I think one thing we need to remember um, and kind of keep in mind as we think about conflict and healthy debate versus unhealthy debate, many of us have experienced over the last few years some really, really um, negative things when it comes to working out conflict and working through conflict with others. But the scripture encourages us to, what, what, it, what it says in Proverbs is we're to be like iron sharpening iron. Now, if you've ever seen iron sharpen iron, sparks fly, right? That is the potential when we have conflict. Just because um, we have seen it done poorly, or we haven't really been trained or trained ourselves well to defend our faith and to defend what we believe doesn't mean that we should not engage in healthy debate. This is a good thing. This is how we grow. Disagreements can be can bring more unity, not less, depending on how it's handled and where it's coming from, where is the root of it coming from? Is it coming from a desire to stand firm on God's word? So I just wanna encourage you with that today, not to be afraid to let yourself grow through conflict just because of what we've experienced and it's been uncomfortable and a lot of it hasn't been good and I totally understand that, but we can't not do what God tells us to do because we've been uncomfortable or we've seen it done poorly. So I just wanna encourage you on that little note. But let's talk about why doctrine is important. I already mentioned that it helps us understand the will of God for our lives, but it's also the worldview by which we govern our lives. So if our doctrine is based soundly upon scripture, we can know that we are walking in the path that God designed for us. And with that comes an amazing amount of peace. However, if we do not study the word of God for ourselves, like it tells us to, to, to do in 2 Timothy 2.15, we are led more easily into error. And again, that's why we're doing the podcast on recognizing false teachers. We want to be able to stand firmly on God's word for ourselves because we understand it and we are not being led into error. Another reason it's important is because we have hearts that don't submit easily to God's laws. We often pick and choose the parts of the Bible that we're comfortable with and we discard the rest. Or we replace what God says with a man-made doctrine or tradition. And this is nothing new. This has been happening for thousands of years. In fact, Jesus rebuked the scribes and the Pharisees for, quote, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men, unquote. Colossians 2.8 says, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. We have got to be careful about what we believe and present as truth, not just in our words, but how we live our lives. 
1 Timothy 4.16 says, watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Sound doctrine is important because the gospel is a sacred trust. And we never, never want to tamper with God's communication to the world. Our duty is to deliver the message, not to change it. Revelation 22, 18 and 19 talks about not adding to or taking away from the words of scripture. We do not alter it. Lastly, doctrine is important because we live our doctrine out of our fingertips every day. In other words, in our everyday lives, we live out what we really believe, whether it's false doctrine or whether it's based in biblical truth. So many of our daily struggles are rooted in worldly and unbiblical philosophies. But Jesus said in John 8, 32, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. The world and the culture and sadly, much of the church has replaced religion and Christianity with deceptive philosophies and false doctrine. The culture has influenced the church to such a degree that many of us don't live out solid doctrine that truly reflects the gospel and the image of God. And most of our families don't look much different from the world, consequently. The divorce rate is the same. Most of the children who are raised in church are walking away from the faith. And this is the fruit of God's people not clinging to the truths of Scripture and planting their feet firmly on solid biblical doctrine. We want that to be different, and we want to be different. Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Don't forget to click on the link in the show notes to listen to the message. You guys are going to love it.